In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Today's Gospel, the Petron Commission, is one of the most important passages in Christian history. Thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church. With these words, Jesus established the authority of St. Peter and his successors to govern the church. The scope of that authority, the ways in which it was exercised and understood, has varied throughout the ages. In Peter's lifetime, of course, the authority was personal. It came from his relationship with Jesus and the love which he and the other disciples shared. Shortly after Pentecost, St. Peter went to Antioch, the great city of Syria, and became its first bishop. But eventually he was called to Rome, the capital of the empire and the largest city in the world. The prestige of St. Peter, as well as the importance of the city, guaranteed that his successors as bishop of, of Rome would play a leading role in the church. At the same time, there were other bishops who exercised patriarchal authority. The Bishop of Jerusalem, which was the site of Jesus' death and resurrection, and the birthplace of Christianity. The Bishop of Antioch, both because of its association with St. Peter and its leadership of the Syriac Church. The Bishop of Alexandria, the capital of Roman Egypt, a great cultural and commercial center, and later the Bishop of Constantinople, which was called New Rome, after it became the capital of the Eastern Roman Empire, later known as the Byzantine Empire. Despite these competitors, the Bishop of Rome maintained his position as the first of the patriarchs, both in dignity and in power. This was due in part to the city's importance but far more to the Petrine tradition and to the outstanding courage and orthodoxy of many of the early popes. The first 35 popes, all the way down to the year 352, were saints, and many of them were martyrs as well. When Constantine the Great left Rome to build his new capital in Byzantium, he handed over temporal as well as spiritual power to the pope and in spite of wars, invasions, and political and economic chaos, the popes kept their authority. In the middle of the fifth century, St. Leo the Great stood at the gates of Rome and compelled Attila the Hun to leave the city unmolested. And at the end of the sixth century, St. Gregory the Great was the first Benedictine monk to become pope. Gregory reformed the liturgy and sent missionaries to reconvert England. He also, through his prayers to the Holy Mother of God, delivered the city from a plague. Until this time, the popes have been known not only as bishops of Rome, but as vicars of Christ and patriarchs of the West. But it was Gregory who gave them their proudest and yet most humble title, the servant of the servants of God. In the Middle Ages, the popes ruled not only Rome, but also most of central Italy, the area which was known as the Papal States. The medieval and Renaissance popes were powerful men, sometimes corrupt, sometimes holy, sometimes great generals and rulers, sometimes great builders and patrons of the arts. 
Much of the city of Rome as we know it today, and above all the great Basilica of St. Peter's, is a testimony to the power and the faith of this great period of the papacy. With the reunification of Italy in 1870, the Pope was forced to give up most of his temporal authority. His power was confined to the Vatican and a few holy places in the city and around Italy. But paradoxically, the loss of temporal power has resulted in a great increase of the Pope's spiritual authority. The modern papacy has been blessed by men of outstanding holiness, such as Blessed Pius IX, Saint Pius X, Venerable Pius XII, and Saints John XXIII and John Paul II, as well as men of brilliant intellect and profound spiritual wisdom, such as Pope Leo XIII, Pope Pius XI, Saint John Paul II, and Pope Benedict XVI. With all these varied characters and changes of fortune, we can see the hand of the Holy Spirit guiding the church in fulfillment of our Lord's promise to St. Peter at Caesarea Philippi. Thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. <laughs>